What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. We doing the same thing. We sharing this lesson. That's right. That's right. So let's get this thing going and see. You only. No, I don't want to connect. Up in here. Okay, brothers and sisters, I think we're about ready now. We got our sister Crystal on the line right now. All right now. <clears throat> we got John on the line. John, peace and blessings to you. And uh, we asking all you guys to share, share, share this live feed. And we're doing the same thing before we get up in there in our numbers. Savannah just checked in. Yeah, Savannah, right. Savannah did not just check in. in. Yeah. Savannah checked in. That's what's up. That's what's up. Savannah is in the, the building. building. <clears throat> what are we talking about? How them children doing at school, Sister Crystal? We're going to go ahead and share this live feed. We are live on the Bible Show Truth Hour. We're here on POET Radio. We're excited about tonight's lesson. This has been like 30 days in the making. Again, this has been like 30 days in the making. Ops and robbers. Ops and robbers. We are excited about. Start a watch party, y'all. Start start a watch party. Let's let's get it in. As they say, get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get in there. We're going to get in there, y'all. Um we are live, live, live on the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We are sharing, we are sharing, we are sharing this word. And again, we invite you to do the same thing. Get out here and share this word so that we can get out here and make sure that the word of God is heard. It's not about Brother Messenger or myself. Absolutely It's not. about this book called the Bible. And believe me, brothers and sisters, as we are teaching, we are learning. At the same time, we're in no place to judge nobody or anything like that, but we are in a position to teach this word and share this word as it is written in this book called the Bible. So definitely continue to share. All right, we got Linda just checked in. Okay, Linda did not just check in. Man. Linda checked. Linda is on there. They checking in. Team right. Truth Hour is in, in the building. Yeah. Y'all in the building, man. Come on. Y'all are in the building, and I'm excited, and uh, I think we're about ready to, uh, think we're about ready? I think so. Let me make sure that I'm out of my, I'm hearing a little bit of echo on here. Let me make sure that the, uh, which my call is off. One, two. Okay, cool. Live episode. We are live. We are running. 
And I'm excited about that because I think we got everything right. It is 7.03 p.m. Brother Messenger, I'm going to have you put that right there. Absolutely. Like I said, every time I do it, I tell Brother Messenger the uh, <laughs> the, the frozen part be me reaching over the phone. <laughs> That that be the screen thing. That be the frozen part. Me reaching over the phone. Yeah. Yep. We good. All right. Cool. We in there. Let me see. There we go. Bandage so much. It, it is kind of wild. Isn't it wild? Let me see. Go around there and see if it's pushed back all on the shelf. See if it makes sure it's all the way on the shelf. Okay, cool. All right, we're working this thing out. We're getting ready for our YouTube listeners. And um, I guess we are all shared out, brothers and sisters. And we're going to go ahead and get ready to um, get into our prayer and get into tonight's lesson. Tonight's lesson is... Is that Sister Key Israel right there? Wait a minute. That is. That's Sister Key Israel. I think that we're ready now. You know, Sister Key Israel is Facebook famous. You know that, right? She, she Facebook famous. Man, come on, talk to me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> so we Sister Key Israel is in the building. Um, that's our sister who put up the scriptures that you guys see when we are. Um, on the Facebook Live, and uh, anytime the sister falls down, any member of the Team Truth Hour just picks up for her. So, yeah, we're excited about that. There we go. You ready to get in this lesson, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Team Truth Hour, y'all ready to get into this lesson, Team Truth Hour? Let's let's hear from the team. Right. Team, y'all ready? Give us some hearts. Give us some give us some heads up. Team Truth Hour, are you ready? Man, I see one of my classmates just checked in. Kathy, what's going on? Kathy Ellis, Ellis is in the building. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Yeah. So we are ready, Brother Messon. Let's go ahead and get into this prayer, man. It's 7.05. We want to try to get this lesson in um, and get it in there and um, make sure, man, that the word gets out, brothers man, and sisters. that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, Brother Messenger, I'm ready, man. Man, let's I, do I'm it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father God. We thank you again for another day, Father God, to come before your people, Father God. We pray, Father God, that every person in listening via YouTube, Father God, via Facebook, Father God, that you would bless them with an ear to hear, Father God, what is written in your word as we read it straight from the book, Father. We pray, Father God, that they are edified. But most importantly, we pray and thank you that you are glorified. We ask, Father God, that you hit, we, we ask that you bind all things seen and unseen that will hinder this lesson, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood over this lesson right now before we even get started, that everything goes according to your plan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, brother. All right. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. All right. So let's do it, brothers and sisters. I think that we are ready. Uh Uh-oh. Sister Jocelyn said, she said, we ready. 
We ready. Right, so now, we are well, ready. Folks checking in, man. That's what I'm Amora talking about. Laura Lewis and Tivia. Come on, y'all. Come on. That's, That's what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. We just came off, hey. brothers and sisters, the um, the feast days of the Lord, the Passover, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Okay, now that looks... Uh, I don't know what happened, but that... Okay, maybe it's not on video. There we go. Okay, all right, cool. We just came off of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, brothers and sisters, so we are um, excited to be back here on the airwaves uh, with the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. And again, we're all learning, brothers and sisters. This is a learning process for us. So what we're going to do definitely is get into this word and learn what thus saith the word according to what's written in this book called the Bible, brothers and sisters. So um, we always have problems with this, brother. Hey, listen, we we, 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 we going to... <laughs> Thank God in advance that this thing gonna get together right now. All right. And, and uh just work with it. Okay, let's see. It's gonna stay, it's gonna it's gonna right. gonna do right now. It ain't got another choice. We didn't already thank God for it. That's right. Okay, so brothers and sisters, we are talking about tonight's topic which is ops and robbers. Ops and robbers, brothers and sisters. Some people may say, Well, brother Black Eyes, brother messenger, why would you come up with a title called Ops? And robbers. What does that mean? Um, don't you mean cops and robbers? No, brothers and sisters, we're not talking about cops and robbers. We're talking about ops and robbers. So we want you to get that in your mind, get that in your head. We want you to go ahead and get this book called The Bible. Hold it up. Come on now. Let's go get this book because what it. we read to you today is going to come out of this book, brothers and sisters. KJV. King James Version of the Bible. So what we want you to do, brothers and sisters, is follow this word with us. Write down these scriptures because you're not learning unless you're going over these scriptures and reading with us. If you are going over these scriptures and reading with us, then you are learning, brothers and sisters, and that's how you begin to grow. Yes. That's how you begin to grow. Study to show thyself approved. That's right. Study to show thyself approved, brothers and sisters, and this is how we begin to get into the Word of God and grow and learn for ourselves. So now, did you want to say something? Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't want you to just read along with us. I want you to write these scriptures down as well so that if you miss something, if you, you can go back or if you need to uh, revisit something, you will know exactly where to go. Continue, get your pen and your pad. It's very important that you write these scriptures down. Um, and, and, and the title. Write the title down because you may come across something or someone who wants to challenge you, and it's best to have your weapon in your hand. We call it the sword. Brother Be armed with the sword. <laughs> That's right. So now, this lesson is designed to expose the mind of Satan, brothers and sisters. Ops. O-P-P-S, ops, is the slang term used for the word opposition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime ops is the root of something, it's an opposition or opposed to something, yes. brothers and sisters. It is the mind of Satan, and whoever contains that mind that is in opposition to God. <clears throat> These are those who not only don't believe, but work to pull others away from their belief in God. Mm. This is Satan's way of robbing you of your salvation, brothers and sisters. Ops and robbers. 
Don't allow the spirit of Satan in you or in others to cause you to lose your salvation. We're going to jump right into this thing, Brother Messenger. Say that one more time. I said don't allow the spirit of Satan in you or in others to cause you to lose your salvation. Man, that was just so profound in itself because at times we all have the spirit of Satan within us. Hold on, wait a minute. You, hold on, wait a minute. I, I, I can't believe that, messenger, because there were 12 men called the disciples that walked and talked with Jesus. What did he say to Peter? Man, they all had something they had doubt, bro. What did he say to Peter? You would deny me. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Yes. Jesus called Peter Satan. Brothers and sisters, he said, get thee behind. And this is somebody that walked with him and talked with him. So if the people who actually was this close to Jesus still was capable of having Satan inside of them, then what do you think about us? Hmm. We ain't no At any given moment, we all are capable of having the mind of Satan inside of us. But we're going to go and research this opposition to God, this op. And this robber, brothers and sisters. Now, let's start in the beginning. Okay. Where the first opposition to God was first exposed. Okay. We're going to start at the beginning where the first opposition to God was first exposed. So turn your Bibles to the book of Genesis, the first chapter. We're going to do Genesis 1, verse 1. Okay. Genesis 1, verse 1. Go ahead, brother. <clears throat> in the beginning. God created the heaven and the earth. So now we know, although it doesn't say right here, brothers and sisters, that when God created the heaven and the earth, he created inhabitants to occupy heaven and earth. I'm going to say that again. When he created heaven and the earth, he created inhabitants to inhabit both heaven and earth. Now, we're going to deal with the inhabitants of heaven right now, brothers and sisters. Let's deal with the angels who inhabited heaven. Man, we got people checking in from Atlanta. Man, my little cousin just checked in That's from what I'm Atlanta. talking about. Man, ATL, on, is in in the ATL is in now, the building. Now, Revelations, the 12th chapter. Yes. We're going to do verses 3 through 4. Let's deal with the inhabitants of heaven and how iniquity or opposition was first found at the very beginning, Brother Messenger, okay. Revelation 12, verses 3 through 4. <clears throat> and there appeared another wonder in heaven. Uh-huh. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. Wait a minute. His tail drew the third part of the what? <laughs> of the stars of heaven. Of the stars of heaven. So... Satan was so bad in his influence that he drew a third of the angels that lived in heaven to follow him. Mm-hmm. Continue. Let's read a little bit more. And did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Uh-huh. So, brothers and sisters, here it is that Satan who iniquity was found in him in heaven long before man was created, was drew down here to this earth, brothers and sisters, and he brought with him a third of the angels in heaven. Now, let's pick this up in the book of Isaiah, the 14th chapter, 
the book of Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Now, since before the creation of man, Satan weakened life here on earth. I'm going to say that again. I don't think y'all understood what I said. I said, since before the creation of man, Satan weakened life here on earth. He was so puffed up with his beauty and pride that it led to his demise. Let's go to Isaiah, the 14th chapter, Mm -hmm. verses 12 through 14. Isaiah, the 14th chapter, verses 12 through 15. Go ahead. How art thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nation? So how art thou cut down to the ground? You've fallen. You've been cut down to the ground. And once you got here, Satan, you weakened the nations. Whatever was before man and whatever is existing now during man. Continue to read. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. So Satan's problem was he wanted to exalt his throne Mm, 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 mm. where God's throne was, brothers and sisters, above the stars. He wasn't satisfied with his position, brothers and sisters. You know, we get into these organizations or these companies, mm. and then we get people Come that on. are not satisfied with their position, and then they try to be the boss, and you can't run somebody's company that you didn't start. The best thing that you can do is to separate and start your own company, but there are people with envy and jealousy, brothers and sisters, that say, hey, look, I'm going to just take over while I'm here. Right. And then they find themselves on the unemployment line, brothers and sisters, where Satan finds himself out of the grace and the glory of God and out of that special place called heaven, out of his original inhabitant, and was kicked down here to the earth. Sounds like a downgrade to me, brother messenger. Absolutely. Verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. You said in your heart that I was ascend, brothers and sisters. He said, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. But the Lord said, I got something else in store for you. I'm going to send you down. <laughs> and he's talking about the lake of fire to the sides of the pit. But you know what? Let's, let's go to Second Peter, the third chapter. Second, uh, no, 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 not Second Peter. Let's go back to Genesis, the first chapter. Okay. Let's go back to Genesis, the first chapter. Okay. And let's read verse 2. Now, Satan brought so much death and destruction to this earth when he came mm-hmm. that whatever was here when he arrived, we know man wasn't here, but something was here when he arrived. God chose to do away with it and start it all over again. Maybe that's how the earth became... Without. without form and void. Let's read it, Brother Messenger. And the earth was without form and void. Oh, wait a minute. God didn't make it that way, brothers and sisters. It became that way because Satan was kicked out of heaven down here to this earth, and he brought what he had up in heaven down here with them, iniquity or sin. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Mm. And the Spirit of God move upon the face of the water. Wow, brothers and sisters. Now, 
This is very interesting, brothers and sisters, because now you get something that happened during the creation story that's not in the book of Genesis, but we found it in the book of Isaiah. It talked about how Satan and a third of the angels were kicked out of heaven. There was a war in heaven. All that stuff took place before the earth was without form and void, brothers and sisters. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to the book of Jeremiah, the fourth chapter. Let's read more about this earth being without form and void, brothers and sisters. Again, you can find the creation story more than just the book of Genesis. Let's read Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, and read some more about this earth being without form and void. In Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, we're going to start at verse 23. Go ahead, my brother. I beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form and void. Again, everything that God created was good. So God didn't create an earth that was without form or void. He created it perfect and complete. But it became that way, brothers and sisters. And I beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form and void. And the heavens, and they had no light. Uh-huh. I beheld the mountains, and lo, they trembled. And all the hills moved light. And what else did you behold? I beheld and lo, there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens were fled. So, brothers and sisters, there was no man. The earth was without form and void. Satan came down to this earth, and whatever was here when he arrived here, he defiled it, brothers and sisters. He defiled it. So we're going to go ahead and continue. Second Peter, the third chapter. The book of Second Peter, the third chapter. Now, God does not like his creation being dominated by evil. Anytime evil begins to dominate his creation, he would do a do-over, brothers and sisters. Absolutely. He would do a do-over. So he will kill it all, man, woman, and beast, and start all over. Second Peter, the third chapter, verses 1 through 8, oxen robbers, brothers and sisters. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you. In both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were written before by the holy prophets, uh-huh. and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing what? Knowing this first, mm. that there shall come in the last days scopers, ops and robbers, walking after their own lust, uh-huh. and saying, where is the promise of his coming? So the brother that was on here today on the live feed, he said, this sounds like Harry Potter. Where is the promise of the Lord coming? Who is Jesus? Who is this man? There will be people in the last days that will be asking these questions. Continue at verse 4. For since, for since the fathers fell asleep, uh-huh. all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Now, let's go back to the beginning of creation and find out what it was that we were ignorant of until the Lord revealed this thing to us. Verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standeth out of the water and in the water, uh-huh. whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. See, brothers and sisters, this is how the earth became without form and void, brothers and sisters. The Lord decided, 
I want to do this thing over again, but this time when I do it again, I'm going to make me a man. Hmm. After my image and after my likeness, brothers and sisters, I'm going to throw this in just for, you know, uh, edification's sake. Read that last verse, verse 8. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. So if one day with the Lord as if it's a thousand years, then we need to find out how many days did Adam live. Mm. Did he live to be a thousand years old? Let's read. Let's go back to Genesis, the first chapter. Yes. Genesis, the first chapter. Mm-hmm. By the time man came on the scene, Satan was already here. He knew of God's plan to create man from the dust of the earth and made it his business to destroy God's creation. Let's read Genesis 1. 26 and 27. Let's put this man together according to God. Go ahead. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So what did God do? So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So male and female are both man, brothers and sisters. Man is the species. Male and female are the genders. Let's go to Genesis, the second chapter. Let's go to verses 16 and 17. Let's read more about this new creation of man after whatever was here before man was done away with. The earth was without form and void. Satan got to that. Now he's trying to get to the man. Genesis, the second chapter, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Now the tree of knowledge of good and evil, brothers and sisters, was none other than Satan the devil. And the tree of life was none other than Jesus the Christ, brothers and sisters, Yeshua. So now let's go to Genesis, the third chapter, and find what happened after God gave man the commandment. Woman ain't here yet. After God gave Adam the commandment that you can eat of all the trees of the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis, the third chapter, verses 1 through 6. Let's go, my brother. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. There you go. He showed up in the garden. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now, Satan repeated back what God told Adam in the beginning. Now, let's find out if Eve understood and knew what God told Adam by repeating back what God told him. What did Eve say? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. Which is you, Satan. God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. You're not supposed to be talking to Satan. You're not supposed to be talking to this fallen angel. Because the day that you talk to him and eat off the knowledge that he wants to give you is the day that you're going to die. It's clear that she understood the, the instructions, but it was something that this woman just couldn't resist about this spirit being. Continue reading. 
And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. He lied. For God do know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, the day that he exposed to them that they were naked, brothers and sisters, yes, their eyes were opened because Satan exposed to them that they were both naked. They were not knowledgeable of that. This is why God said, who told you you were naked? Satan told them that they were naked, brothers and sisters. He didn't lie about the part where their eyes would become open, but he lied about the part that you shall not surely die. The day that you eat of that tree. Mm, the day. The day, brothers and sisters. A day to the Lord is what? Unto a thousand years. Unto a thousand years. Let's go ahead and finish that out. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Hold on, wait a minute. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, what was it about Satan that was pleasant to the eyes? We got to deal with that, Brother Messenger. Finish that out, but we got to deal with that. We got to come back to that. Go ahead. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. It was something about this being that was pleasant to the eyes, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. Let's research a little bit more about this op and this robber called Satan. Again, this op and this robber called Satan. Let's research him a little bit more. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. Now, Satan is like someone, again, brothers and sisters, who reached stardom. Like a Michael Jackson or, or, or a prince, and I don't really want to use them as examples because they kind of stayed on top until they died. But you know how some entertainers, they get this fortune and this, and this fame, and then all of a sudden they end up broke? Yeah. And they end up on the shame list? We got entertainers and stars. Satan was one of those people. Had a very high-ranking position, brothers and sisters, in heaven, and had all the glitz and the glamour, the anointing and all of that stuff like that. Now he found himself in a shameful position, brothers and sisters. This teaches us, you and I, that no matter how big and puffed up we get, we got to stay humble, brothers Absolutely. and sisters. Now, God tells Satan through Jesus that you deceived in heaven, hmm. you deceived in the garden, Come on. And now I have a death sentence waiting on you. It's only a matter of time. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, verses 13 through 19. What was so pleasant to the eyes for this woman about this angelic being? Ezekiel 28, 13 through 19. Thou hast been in the Eden of the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. Wait a minute. Read that one more time at the beginning. Thou, what, where was he at? Thou has been where? Thou has been in Eden, the garden of God. Wow. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, topaz, and the diamond. The barrel, the oxen, and the jasper, what and they, the sapphire. What they say are a girl's best friend? Diamonds. 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 This man had all <laughs> these coverings of all these Precious stones, this fallen angel, brothers and sisters. Now you can see why he was so pleasant to the eyes. 
it says his covering was the topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold, and the worship of the um, tablets of thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. He had a good voice. Smooth-speaking voice, brothers and sisters. Continue at verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covered, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. You was. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Was he perfect? Hmm. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. Now, some people may say, God, why would you create Satan? The answer is, he didn't, brothers and sisters. Lucifer, the angel of light, became Satan, brothers and sisters, just like no one that's alive today was born a murderer. They wasn't born a thief, but they became that way, brothers and sisters. Verse 16. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. Satan, you ain't got no more place in heaven. And I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. So he already know, brothers and sisters, what his destiny is. So what he's trying to do before his destiny comes is create you to be an op and a robber, brothers and sisters. Verse 17. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. His heart was lifted up because of, because of his what? His beauty. Because of his beauty, brothers and sisters. Now, how many sisters we got out here, and I'm sorry, I got to say it, but how many sisters we got out here, a brother try to compliment you, you think you're too good to say thank you. You think you're too because you look so fly. You think you're too good to say I appreciate your compliment. Come on, y'all. Let's talk about it. I ain't touching that, y'all. Go ahead. Yeah, I did. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Verse 17. <laughs> thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Uh-huh. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings, that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thy iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. So everybody is going to be able to see, brothers and sisters, this fallen angel that caused so much hell on earth that he was nothing but what you allowed him to be for you in your life. Verse, uh, that's, we at the end of that, right? Don't do it. Not unless you want to. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 19, go ahead. All that they know thee among the people shall be astonished. They're going to be astonished when they see Satan. Go ahead. Thou shalt be a terror, and never shall thy be any more. So you was once a terror, but you ain't going to be no terror anymore, Satan. So we're not even worried about Satan, brothers and sisters. We got to worry about controlling ourselves so that we won't give Satan access to us brothers and sisters, because once he has access to us, then we're going to say things and we're going to do things that are in direct opposition to God. Today's subject is ops and robbers. Now, although man was made in the image and the likeness of God, he now is possessed 
by the mind of Satan, brothers and sisters. This leads us to the next segment of our lesson. There are many that display the image of God but possess the mind of Satan. Mm. Mm. They, they, they wear three-piece suits. Mm. They wear long robes. They know the word of God and deep. what it says, but do or teach the opposite, brothers and sisters. I have heard some pastors tell me personally, I know that Saturday is the Sabbath day, black ice, but because we live in America, we just do it on Sunday now. Let's read Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, and we're going to read one verse, verse 3. They say, Black Eyes, I know that the Sabbath is on Saturday, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. But, you know, we Christians in America, so we're just going to do ours on Sunday. Let's see what the Lord says about that. Is that an opposition to God, holding your Sabbath day on the first day of the week? Or is it in alignment with God? Let's see what God has to say about when the Sabbath day is. Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, verse 3. Six days shall work be done. Uh-huh. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and holy convocation. Ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord Where at? in all your dwellings. So it doesn't matter whether we live in America or not. He says in all your dwellings, the seventh day is the Sabbath day, and this is the day that you are, you are supposed to have church on. Your holy convocation or your holy gathering is supposed to be done between Friday sundown and Saturday sundown. But what did the Romans do? Through Constantine, brothers and sisters, the Romans changed the Lord's Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday in direct opposition to God. Today's subject is called Ops and Robbers, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter. A Sunday Sabbath is just as much in opposition to God as Satan telling Eve that if she listened to him, or as the Bible put it, eats from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, she shall not surely die. It seems so minuscule and unimportant, brothers and sisters, but anything that the Lord gives us as a commandment is important. I got people at work that say, well, that's not really important. All that's important is that you know God and have a relationship with him and, and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. My question is, how can you accept Jesus without accepting the things that he commanded you to do? That is in direct opposition to God. Today's subject, ops and robbers. Now, in order to take God away from you, Satan has to put his mind in you, brothers and sisters. The mind of Satan has now been transferred into the mind of men. So in order to take God away from you, one must first remove his word from you, which will also remove your faith and your belief. We don't know what in this hell to believe today. Because the preachers and the pastors are telling us one thing, and the Bible is telling us something totally different. And this is why we here on the Bible Show Truth Hour go with the book, brothers and sisters, even if it's in direct opposition what, uh, from what we were told by our mother or our pastor or our grandmother, brothers oh, and well. sisters. Don't defend a lie. Read from the book. Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 2. Now, therefore, hearken, 
O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment, which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God your fathers giveth you. This is contingent on us keeping the statutes and commandments of the Lord. The blessings that we're asking for, that we hope to receive, is contingent on us keeping the statutes, laws, and the commandments of the Lord. Verse 2. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you. Don't add nothing to it. Neither shall you diminish out from it. So you can't take away the Sabbath, brothers and sisters. It is the seventh day of the week. No matter how much we try to change it to the first day of the week, because in this country they give you Saturday and Sunday off, and they tell you that it is the weekend, brothers and sisters. It is upon us as Christians and as followers of Jesus or Yahshua to research this thing for ourselves. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter. <clears throat> the book of Matthew, the 24th, I'm sorry. Let's go to the book of Psalms, the 12th chapter. I'm sorry about that. The book of Psalms, the 12th chapter. And we're going to read 6 and 7. The book of Psalms, the 12th chapter. And we're going to read verses 6 and 7. Psalms 12, verses 6 and 7. Go ahead, my brother. The words of the Lord are pure words. Mm. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. What shall we do? Thou shalt keep them. Keep these words. O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. These words that we read in this book are preserved forever, brothers and sisters. It didn't say these words are preserved until the Romans come and change it, <laughs> until the Roman emperor Constantine comes and changes it. No, these words are preserved forever, brothers and sisters. That's why we need to know what the words are so that we can keep them, brothers and sisters, because our blessings are attached to keeping the words of God. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Now, when you begin the process of changing God's word, like Satan, you become an op of God. This is most dangerous for others and for you because it could potentially rob you of your salvation. Jesus spoke about these kind of people with a level of priority. When he was asked, what should we look for to mark the end, what did Jesus say? Matthew 24, verse 3. Go ahead, my brother. And he said upon the Mount of Olives, uh -huh. the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? When shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming? Now, Jesus could have put these things in any order, but I would think that he would put the thing that is of most priority first. What did he say first, Brother Messenger? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Take heed that no man deceive you, brothers and sisters. How do you deceive someone? By taking the words that are in this book, 
twisting them and turning them around and saying things like, oh, you don't have to read the Old Testament no more. We just read the New Testament now. We, we no longer under the law. We under grace. We no longer under the law. We under grace. When people start teaching you things like that, that is deception, brothers and sisters, and it is messing with your, robbing you of your salvation. Absolutely. Because the things that we're going to be judged by are written in this book. Continue reading, brother. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive me. So the deception ain't coming from the corner, brothers and sisters. The deception is coming from the church. It's coming from the pulpit. It's coming from the television ministry, brothers and sisters. It's coming from YouTube. It's coming from Facebook. It's coming from Instagram. It's coming from Twitter. He said, many shall come in my name. And deceive many. Let's go down to verse 11, Brother Messenger. Read that again. Let's confirm what we just read in Matthew, the 24th chapter. Matthew 24 and 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. So, brothers and sisters, when people rise and tell you that you don't have to do the things that this Bible tells you that you must do, they're deceiving you, brothers and sisters. Mm. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter. The book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Since everybody loves to quote Paul and the writings of Paul, let's go to Paul and see what he has to say about keeping the words of God, brothers and sisters. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses six through eight. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Sounds like the same thing that Jesus said. Go ahead. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Uh-huh. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, you were once dark before you started listening to the Bible show Truth Hour before you start going to the Israel of God, before you start attending Brother Elijah's um, um, camp in Gary, Indiana, brothers and sisters, or the various other camps where we're teaching actually from the Word of God. You were once in darkness. You didn't know that you were not supposed to celebrate Easter. You didn't know that you were not supposed to celebrate Christmas. You did not know that you were not supposed to eat pork or shrimp or catfish or, or lobster, brothers and sisters, but... Because you now know what we're teaching from this book, and we can show you where to go and find it for yourself, the dietary law in Leviticus, the 11th chapter. Now you know, brothers and sisters, now you no longer walk in that type of darkness. You're woke now. Mm. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. We woke now, brothers and sisters. Boy, you know, this is my favorite here. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 4. Our subject matter today is ops and robbers, brothers and sisters. We're talking about ops and robbers. Opposition to God also comes in the form of opposition to his word. 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 through 4. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh -huh. and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, 
as that the day of Christ is at hand. Maybe he said the same thing that Jesus said in Matthew, the 24th chapter, that we just read in Ephesians, the 5th chapter, about letting nobody deceive you with words and other things. Let's read at verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that the day shall not come except there coming a falling away first. And that man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. So we know that there's going to be a falling away from the church, brothers and sisters, that people are not going to believe because the people that were teaching this thing didn't teach them sound doctrine. And when people came to them and challenged them based on what they believed, they really had no foundation to stand on because it wasn't a foundation of truth, brothers and sisters. Come on. Let's go ahead and finish that out. Verse 4. Who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God. That's that opposition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. Or that is worship. So that he is God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So we're waiting for that man of sin, brothers and sisters, to reveal himself. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. I I have to read this, because this is my favorite scripture in 2 Thessalonians. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, We're going to go to 7, and we're going to take it up to 11. Let's do it, Uh, brother. uh, uh, 7 through 11. Uh For the mystery of iniquity do already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Wow. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they may be saved. So wait a minute, salvation is attached to truth? Isn't that what we've been saying on this show? So some people say, well, it doesn't matter, black eyes. It doesn't matter when the Sabbath day is. But the Lord told you to keep it holy. Mm. But you're telling me it don't matter when it is. Let, let, let me help you out. Let Go me ahead, help you out a little bit. Go Verse ahead. 11 says, And for this cause, God mm. shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. If God is helping you to believe the lie, since you don't want to hear the truth, mm-hmm. since you don't want to receive the words that are written in this book, Talk to him, Brother since Messenger. you want to listen to your pastor instead of your master. Mm. I, I mean, God said, I'm going to send you a strong delusion. A strong delusion is a false belief. So if God is helping you believe that false belief, then how hard is it for you to shake it? Mm. Come on, y'all. Let's get... Let's, ops and robbers. Ops and robbers, brothers and sisters. Let's go, <laughs> let's go to Second Peter... The first chapter, Second Peter, the first chapter. Now, you have many different teachings and many new philosophies that people have come up with, with in regard to the Word of God. Mm. Our philosophy is simple on the Bible Show Truth Hour. Stick with the book. The Word of God needs no private interpretation. If you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Second Peter 1, 19 and 20. 
while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, and of the same he is brought in, in bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge. I think you're in two, brother. What? what? Second, second Peter 1. Oh, Second Peter. Yep, Second Peter, Peter uh, 1, 19 and 20. All right, gotcha. That's all right. We getting this thing, y'all. Go ahead. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. So if we got a more sure word of prophecy, then why is it that you don't want to read what is called the Old Testament, which is really called the Scriptures from Genesis to Malachi? When the Bible says, if, even if you have an issue with the New Testament or a dispute, we have a more sure word of prophecy. Go ahead. Whereunto you do well, that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. And that's why we don't just take a couple of scriptures, brothers and sisters, and give you a life life lesson. Mm. Now, this brother and I both have the oratory skills and the knowledge to be on here without a Bible and give you a motivational or inspirational talk. Absolutely. I do it every morning at 6.20 a.m. on Black Eyes Live on the morning drive. (laughs) But that's a motivational, inspirational talk. That's not teaching the Word of God, brothers and sisters. Teaching the Word of God is done on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. on the Bible show Truth Hour because you are reading this with us. This is how the education of the Word of God comes is when you're reading from the book, brothers and sisters. Go ahead and continue, Brother Messenger. For the prophecy came not in old time but the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, moved these men to write this thing. God uses man to give messages to man. Let's go to the book of Colossians, the second chapter. We we got one verse to read. Okay, go ahead, my brother. Sorry about that. We're going to take a detour. We're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11. 1 Peter 4 and 11. Go ahead, my brother. If any man, hold on, hold on a you got First Peter, okay, four and eleven. Okay, go ahead. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, mm. that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. So, brothers and sisters, everything that we do on this show is meant to glorify God and to edify you. And we're doing it with the words that are written in this book. If you cannot read it, don't believe it. Colossians, the second chapter, one verse, eight. Colossians, the second chapter, one verse, eight. Colossians, the second chapter, one verse, eight. Go ahead, my brother. Beware, beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. So we got people who come to you with philosophies and vain deceit, and they try to throw you out of this book. Don't allow anybody to rob you of your salvation, brothers and sisters. After the addition of men, 
after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Satan uses false doctrine, brothers and sisters, to rob you of your salvation. Satan uses false doctrine to rob you of your salvation. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 55th chapter. We're almost there, brothers and sisters. Now, God don't make any mistakes. None. But then again, Satan don't make any mistakes either. He deliberately tries to replace God's ways with his ways. God's word with his word and God's days with his own days. Let's talk about the ways of the Lord and how his ways are different, Brother Messenger. Isaiah, the 55th chapter, verse 7 through 9. Let the wicked forsake his ways. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. What about the Lord's thinking, brother messenger? For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Uh. Neither are my ways your ways, said the Lord. So we understand that we live in America. We live in various places across the world. And every government has their own way of doing things. But the question that we must ask ourselves is, our country's way of doing it the way that the Lord wants us to do it? Mm. Man got holidays. The Lord got holy days, brothers and sisters. Are we to trade in the Lord's holy days for man's holidays? I think not. Let's go to the book of Exodus. The 20th chapter, let me give you a good example. The Romans did a good job, brothers and sisters, of changing the word of God. I'm going to say that again. The Romans did a good job at changing the word of God. They took the Lord's Sabbath day and they changed it from Saturday to Sunday. What else did they change, brothers and sisters? Let's go to the Roman Catholic Church brothers and sisters, and find out something. Let's read the Roman Catholic Ten Commandments, and we're going to compare that to the Ten Commandments that's written in the book, Brother Messenger. Now, you go ahead and start off the Ten Commandments. Give me, the, um, give me Romans, uh, I'm sorry, Romans. Exodus, the 20th chapter, let's start at verse 1. Exodus, the 20th chapter, we're going to start at verse 1. Go ahead. And God spake all these words, saying. Who is this speaking? And God spake. Okay, go ahead. All these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, uh -huh. out of the house of bondage. Okay. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Now, thou shalt have no other gods before me. King James Version. Let's go to the Roman Catholic Bible and read the first ten commandments. You shall have, you shall not have strange gods before me. So that, that lines up, okay? Yes. We can walk with that, okay? Now, I don't like the way they worded it because it appears as if you can have strange gods, you just can't have them before me. But for the sake of argument, we're going to accept the Roman Catholic first commandment of the Ten Commandments. Let's read the second commandment from the King James Version, then I'll read the second commandment from the Roman Catholic Church. Second commandment. Go ahead. Thou shalt not make 
unto thee any graven image uh-huh. or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above Continue. or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Uh-huh. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I am the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So the second commandment in the King James Version is, Thou shalt not make any graven images, brothers and sisters. Thou shalt not make any graven images or any likeness of anything in heaven, above, or that is in the earth, beneath, or that is in the water, under the earth. Let's read the second commandment from the Roman Catholic Church. It says, you shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Where is the second commandment stating that you cannot make any graven images of anything or any likeness in heaven above, in the earth below, or in the water under the earth? They took it out, brothers and sisters. The Roman Catholic Church took out the second commandment about the graven images. Now, some of you all may say, well, black ice, that's so small. What does that have to do with anything? It's a commandment. It's a commandment, brothers and sisters. (laughs) Now, today, when you walk in the Catholic Church, you see all kind of statues. You see all kind of images. You see all kind of likenesses. They got candles. They bowing down to statues. Didn't the second commandment say don't bow down to these statues? First it said don't make them at all. The Roman Catholics took it out, brothers and sisters. The Lord said don't add to my word or don't take away from my word. That's why we come here on this show, brothers and sisters, and we show you that man's ways are not like God's ways. Satan is an op and a robber, and he has used different religious organizations to rob you of your salvation. Let's go to, down to um, verses 7 through 11. Uh, Exodus 20, verses 7 through 11. Go ahead, my brother. For in six days the Lord God made heaven and earth, uh-huh. the sea, and all that is in them. All that is in them is and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord, the Lord God blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. So we're going to stop right there. The Lord says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days do all your work, and on the Sabbath day is the day of rest. It's the seventh day, brothers and sisters. Let's read what the Roman Catholics put up in here. The Roman Catholics put, remember to keep holy the Lord's day. How do we know which day that is? Remember to keep holy the Lord's day. See, that's how they can get away with calling Sunday the Lord's Sabbath day because they didn't put in here that it was the seventh day. It just says, remember to keep holy the Lord's day. Where is the Sabbath, brothers and sisters? So the key markers of Roman Christianity is two major things. Sunday worship and the cross. Sunday worship and the cross. 
are the two big markers of Roman Christianity. If you go to church on Sunday and that church bears a cross or you got a cross, then you are a Roman Christian, brothers and sisters. But we are trying to get you to be a biblical Christian, brothers and sisters. Be a biblical Christian. Let that any other form of Christian that you can be. Now, Brother Messenger, let's go. Satan's job or goal is to kill God's creation. He got to Adam killing flesh and blood. This is why we die in the flesh and blood body, brothers and sisters. Adam, when he listened to Satan, killed Jesus through his disobedience. When Adam sinned, Jesus had to die, brothers and sisters. Through the death of Jesus and his blood, man was redeemed with the chance at everlasting life. Now, the only card Satan has left to play is to get you to lose your salvation through deception. John, the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 10. Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Uh-huh. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Thieves and what? Robbers. Ops and robbers, brothers and sisters. But the sheep did not hear them. Mm-hmm. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill. Stealing means to rob, brothers and sisters. That's what the thief comes to do, to rob you of your salvation. But Jesus said, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, brothers and sisters. The thief cometh not but to kill, steal, and destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundant. Somebody on this live feed asked me, what was salvation, brothers and sisters? Salvation is everlasting life. 2 Corinthians 11 chapter. 2 Corinthians 11 chapter. We read this all the time, brothers and sisters. We've got to read this one more time as it applies to this lesson because ops and robbers are out there. They're out there, and they're giving you another Jesus that's not the Jesus of this Bible. Because my Jesus that's in this Bible don't tolerate us celebrating Christmas. My Jesus of this Bible don't tolerate us celebrating Easter. They are both anti-Christ, brothers and sisters. 2 Corinthians 11, verses 2-4. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. Uh Uh-huh. For I have espoused you to one that I may present you as a safe virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled you through his subtlety, so your mind shall be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Oh, there's another Jesus that people are preaching out there. Whom we have not preached. For if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received. There's another spirit out there. Or another gospel, which ye have not received. There's another gospel that people are preaching to you, putting it in the name of Jesus, brothers and sisters, and telling you that this is acceptable to the Lord. But it is not. That's why you must be careful of the ops 
and the robbers, those who preach in opposition to the word of God, robbing you of your salvation. Mm. Let's go down to verses 13 through 15. For such are false apostles. These people are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. Ends shall be according to, to their, their works. works. Whose ends shall be according to their works. We got one more place to go, brothers and sisters. Turn your Bible to the book of John, the 14th chapter. One more place to go before we get to our last word. I know everybody's out there looking for that last word. We got one more place to go. Now, if Satan influenced angels, brothers and sisters, and got them to rebel against God, what chance do you or I have today? We have the same chance that the angels had, brothers and sisters. We must stay with the Son, even Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ, brothers and sisters. He is the only way to salvation. Don't allow Satan, be it through your loved ones or things that you love, rob you of your salvation. He is the op and the robber, brothers and sisters. His mind is the mind of white supremacy. His mind is the mind of black-on-black crime. His mind is the mind of chemical poisoning of our food and our water supply. We know we must let this go. We know that, brothers and sisters, in this flesh and blood body. We know that we must let this flesh go. But if we stay with Jesus, brothers and sisters, we shall live again and have everlasting life. I will leave you with this one question. Do you really love Jesus, brothers and sisters? I'm leaving you with that one question. Do you really love Jesus? And if you say yes, the question is, how do you know? Well, let's read this last place, and let's see what Jesus' definition is of you loving him. John, the 14th chapter, verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye have known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Let's go to verse 15. John 14 and 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. You love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? That means that we're going to stop eating pork and catfish and shrimp and lobster. We're going to keep the commandments of Leviticus, the 11th chapter, which is the dietary law. You love Jesus? You really love Jesus. That means that you're going to keep the Sabbath day. That means that you're going to start going to church on Saturday. From Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. You love Jesus? You, you do, right? That means that we're going to put away that Easter celebration and that, and that Christmas celebration. Because the Bible says that thou shalt have no other gods beside me. And the Easter celebration is the celebration of the goddess of fertility, Esther or Isaac. Type in your Google search engine, the goddess of Easter. And then click on images. You're going to see a naked white woman with big breasts. 
because it is the commemoration of springtime, new life, fertile, brothers and sisters. We're going to put away those things, right? Because we say we love Jesus, but he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will keep my commandments. Let's go to verse 21. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. So if you love me, again, keep my commandments. He that have my commandments and keep them is he that loved me. So what happens if you have his commandments and you don't keep them? You don't love, love him. him. Continue, my brother. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. That's why they try to take the word away from you, brothers and sisters, because the words contain the commandments. And the commandments, being obedient to them, contains the love of Jesus. So if you do away with the words and you do away with the commandments, you do away with your love for Jesus. And if you do away with your love for Jesus, you do away with your own salvation. And if you do away with the love of the Father. Mm. Verse 23 and 24. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, what are you going to do? He will keep my words. So if you're not keeping his words, you don't love him. Continue. And my Father will love him. And we will come unto him. And make our abode with him. Tell me one more time at 24, messenger. He that loveth me not. Keep it not, my saints, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent. Even more than Jesus, more important than him. These are the Father's words, brothers and sisters. This is the Father's word. So he said, he that loveth me not, don't keep my words. So that's how I know if somebody really loves me or not. It is contingent on whether they keep my word or not. Last word, messenger. Thank you guys for your time. This has been Ops and Robbers here on the Bible Show Truth Hour. My last word is this. We each have a lot of things that we need to work on to get ourselves in line with what this word is saying. We all trying, brothers and sisters. And like I said in the beginning of the show, at any given moment, we all will, at some point in our lives, have the mind of sin. But... The word says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Let this mind that is in Christ also be in you. We have to know the word of God in order to keep the word of God. And how are you going to know it unless you read it, Brother Messenger? That, 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 that's the whole thing. If we're not reading this word for ourselves, again, study to show thyself approved. There is nothing. There's nothing wrong with you going back to follow up and check or fact-checking somebody when they tell you something to see if they actually say that. Mm-hmm. You know, we listen to our parents. We listen to our pastors. We listen to all these people tell us a whole lot of things. But if we're not going to do the research to follow up to make sure that that's exactly what God is saying, then we are at fault because we're going off what man says and not what God says. So, brothers and sisters, don't find yourself in a position where you're the op or you're the robber of somebody else's salvation. Thank you so much. And that is our last word by Brother Messenger. I am Black Ice. And I am the Messenger. And we are your host of the Bible Show Truth Hour every Tuesday night on POET Radio. And if you would like to receive text messages, 
um, with invites reminding you that we are about to go live on the air, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Again, text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. And right before we go on air, you'll get a reminder that we're about to go on air and the topic of that Tuesday's Bible lesson. For those who are on Facebook Live, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Truth Hour TV. And those who are on YouTube, please go and like our Facebook page, the, um, the Truth Hour Bible Show. The Truth Hour Bible Show. Thank you so much, YouTube, for listening. God bless you. And good night. Peace. And for those who are on Facebook Live, we're going to go ahead and pray this thing out. Any sisters, any sisters out there, we ask that you cover your head. If you can find a head covering, if you would like to know why we um, say that, then we can show you. Uh, with, um, that's a commandment in the Bible, so we can show you that. If there's any fellows out there with head coverings, please take off your hats. Brother Messenger. Ah, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father God, for the encouragement that you gave me through this lesson, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for the lessons and the teachings, Father God, that you give us while we're teaching, Father God, that you are pouring into us as well. We're receiving, Father God, your word as well, Father God, and I pray that we continue to be the examples. Father God, continue to help us in our walk, Father God. Continue to cover us. Continue to cover every person that's listening under the sound of our voices, Father God, to become those biblical Christians, Father God. Help us, Father. Help us fight against the enemy. Help us to recognize him when he rears his head, Father God. Keep us sharp. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for this lesson, and I pray that your people were edified. But most of all, me and I pray that you will glorify. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 We appreciate you guys. Um, please leave a comment in the comment section. Please share this video one more time. Um, if you guys want to do a watch party, um, over again sometime later, please do a watch party. But um, leave something in the comment section as to what you thought about today's lesson, uh, Ops and Robbers, and um, tune in next week, y'all. And if you, if this lesson blessed you, mm-hmm. and you didn't get a chance to share it with somebody you know who needs to hear it, then share it. You can continue to share this video as much as you possibly can because we want to get this word out. We share all kinds of posts. We share jokes. We, we, we share everything. But let's share this word of God so people all across the globe can hear the truth. Because the truth is what needs to be heard, especially in the times we're living in right now. Absolutely. And if there's someone out there who would like to become a member of Team Truth Hour, we have about eight persons right now who are members of Team Truth Hour, and their job is to help get this ministry out. They share it in the different groups that they belong to. They invite people on to the live feed. They invite people to like our um, um, Facebook page and our YouTube channel. So that could be a part of your ministry and getting the word out helping to get the Bible Show Truth Hour out there to reach more people than it is reaching. 
And if you want to be a part of Team Truth Hour, then reach out to Sister Key Israel, and we will talk to you to see if you are up for the challenge of helping to get this word out. Um, other than that, it was something else that I wanted to say to the people, Brother Messenger. Um, um, it was something else I wanted to say uh, to the people. I can't remember. I don't know. I can't re- Oh, next week's lesson. Next, next week's lessons, um, brothers and sisters, Transformers and Decepticons. Next week's lesson, Transformers and Decepticons, brothers and sisters. This is your boy, Black Ice. This is your boy, The Message. We are your hosts of the Bible Show Truth Hour. We out, y'all. Peace. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.